At Solid Rock Personal Training, we are on a mission to help individuals transform their lives. We do this by having fun in our workouts, building relationships with the people we work out next to, and by having the best coaches to make sure your form is perfect. Our heartbeat is love God, love people, and we show our love by helping people look good, move well, and feel great. Welcome back to the Solid Rock Personal Training Podcast. Today, I am joined by the one and only Coach Gabe, and we're going to get to learn a little bit more about Coach Gabe today and something that he is extremely uh, passionate about. So Coach Gabe is going to be going to Nepal in October, correct? Yep, October 30th. All right. Well, Coach Gabe's got this incredible opportunity, um, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about that and how he became so passionate about it as well. Sweet. So, yeah, October 30th, we'll be going out with a team for about two weeks. We'll be going to Nepal um, up in the Himalayan Mountains, and we'll be essentially just backpacking Bibles up there. We'll be taking Bibles. Like, nowadays, they're in little SD cards, and we'll just put a bunch in our backpack, and there's millions of people who have never heard the gospel because it's just physically too hard to get to them. So the goal is to use my fitness, use our fitness to be able to reach them and uh, just go share the gospel with them. How many how many SD cards are you going to be carrying? <laughs> At least 500 probably. 500 SD cards? Yeah. Do you know how much that weighs? It's not very much because there's just a little, little ADP cards like that. So it's not, Okay, yeah. cool. So tell me a little bit about the trip. What's the organization... Um, that you're going through yeah so it's through a team called respect the corners okay um i did my dts which is like discipleship training school with them in january of 2020 so i moved to hawaii for three months i was going to do three months of training three months of outreach um and then COVID happened so i wasn't able to do any of that but i got all trained up to do missions and then a year later i ended up moving to oklahoma so that kind of got shifted a little bit but that's who I did um, all of my missions trip with originally, and then we kind of got reconnected earlier this year. So. Okay, one hundred percent. So tell me a little bit about like global missions and like why you're so passionate about it and why you have such a heart for doing this. Yeah, I mean, I kind of grew up going on mission trips as a kid. Uh, my parents led medical mission teams my whole life, so like Labor Day's coming up. Every single Labor Day, growing up as a kid, we would take a trip pack a bunch of vans and drive to Mexico and just like be a resource for people out there so it's kind of just something that I just grew up doing I was around and I've kind of always had an itch for um and it's just something that I just get excitement from it I think when I was in Hawaii when I was just going through the training like in my brain I was like oh this is this is it this is what I was created for in a sense um and there's just something exciting about being on the move and not staying in the same place for like multiple years at a time, just like be able to just travel and like be in new cultures and environments and to ultimately be able to share the gospel. So there's just something really exciting about that. And then when you can actually use your fitness and, you know, use working out and like what we do in the gym for like a practical reason, like sharing the gospel, I feel like that's just it's a win-win all the way around. So absolutely, you get fitness, which you love, and then you get missions, which you love as well. Yep. So, how many days are you going to be going to Nepal for? I believe it'll be overall like a thirteen-day trip, and then I think we'll actually be there for about nine or ten days. Nine trip. or ten. So, how many days are you going to be hiking for? Probably nine or ten days. Oh, you're going to be hiking for nine or ten days. Yeah. Do you guys know how many uh, miles you're going to be hiking every single day? They said to plan and prepare for over ten miles a day. 
but then they said that there could be something crazy like you could get picked up by a dumpster truck and get just move 30 more miles so like you kind of just got to be ready for anything um, yeah but at least 10 miles of trekking a day so. okay that's awesome man yep. so tell me a little bit about your training program i know uh you showed me that the group sent you a training program but like unpack this a little bit for us yeah. like let our audience know like you're going to be doing a lot of aerobic work mm -hmm. right so yeah. like what are you doing to prepare for this um so you're ready to just uh, kick butt and take names whenever yeah. you go to nepal yeah do you want to talk about the one that they sent me or the one that i'm doing right now uh, let's talk about the one that they sent you okay. um, and then the one that you're doing right now. Okay. So uh, Respect the Corners is like a, it's a CrossFit organization. It's a CrossFit movement. Um, so they sent me very CrossFit heavy workouts. And in case people didn't know, that's I came from that world. So I did that for about three to four years. Um, so from my experience, I felt like CrossFit was not the best way to train for Nepal and hiking and trekking. So... Uh, we actually did one test as a staff at the beginning. We did rowing, step-ups, lunges, and then kind of 50 minutes of that. So I felt like it was a good... It started with a 2,000-meter row as your buy-in, yeah. and then your buy-out was ending with a 2,000-meter row, if that gives you guys yeah. an idea of what, so, <laughs> what we were doing. Brock, Coach Brock might have some PTSD, because <laughs> of that, but it's, uh, it's, it was a good training program that they sent, but I felt like... Uh, just because of what I've learned with the, just the OPEC stuff that I've gone through and like the mixed modal stuff, I felt like I put my own little twist on it. So I can just see when we go day by day, kind of what my week looks like. Okay. So Monday is usually like a mixed day. So I'll do like bike, step ups, lunges, squats, push ups, ring rows. I'll do that for about 60 minutes to 90 minutes. So just, like a lot of strength with some aerobic work in yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's high rep, high volume, but it's just like, you're just constantly moving for that amount yeah. of time. Um, and then Tuesdays, I usually do like a row, ski, bike interval kind of day. Okay. So like I'll do four minutes on, one minute off, and I'll like play with the paces. So if it's harder paces, it'll be about 60 minutes. If it's easier paces, it'll be about 90 minutes. So somewhere in that window. Um, Wednesdays, we had to get ready for like a test ruck run. So I've been doing uh, like mile intervals with a ruck, so like a 20-pound weight vest, um, which has just been it's just so much harder running with something on top of your body. Than yeah, it is absolutely. It. It's so. hard on your joints, man. Just like the pounding on your ankles and your knees and your yeah. hips and shoulders of that weight wears you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been, that's probably been one of the hardest days so far. Um, and like last week was I ran a mile and I rested four minutes and it was just huffing and puffing for those four minutes because it just wears you was out. Was that with the vest? Yeah, it was okay. with the vest. So I did four rounds of that and I'm trying to just increase in volume slightly every single week. Uh, but those are Wednesdays, and then we'll also do like a 40-minute EMOM for like the coaches workout too. Um, and then Thursdays, I've just been taking just completely off. I'll like do mobility, I'll roll out, I'll kind of do like recovery stuff. Um, and then Fridays, I've been trying to do like some just like light running, like 30 to 40 minutes with no vest, just like should get some aerobic just workout. in that volume, exactly. yeah. And then I'll also do like a Friday noon class here at Solid Rock. And then Saturdays, I've kind of been making my long days. Like last week, obviously, was... Uh, the four-hour bike that I did here at the gym but that's kind of just like a either a long outdoor hike or like a long bike kind of thing just to build up that volume so yeah you got to come to solid rock on Fridays and do those curls for the girls that upper that's, body I'm telling you what that upper body day that's, is amazing that's awesome man so it sounds like um long sustainable aerobic work 
mixed in with some strength training to help prevent prevent injury and keep you strong is kind of the path that you're pursuing to prepare for this. Do you feel like someone, maybe they're a member at Solid Rock or someone who is planning to go to Colorado or go hiking with their family or something like that, do you feel like they could benefit from that type of programming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like doing a mix of Solid Rock and some kind of just like at home on your own stuff is just like the perfect benefit because... Solid rock. I, I can easily do a strength workout and then give myself a couple hours and then do some like long, slow endurance work. If I try to do a hard interval with solid rock, I feel like I would just crash and burn, but it's a good balance to have those two. Absolutely. I find that in my training too, especially as I get older, like intensity is a little lower, uh, maybe in some of my lifts. And then especially on my endurance workouts, it's long, sustainable efforts, just building that volume. My body feels a lot better. And like my mental capacity is better in a sense that I'm not burnt out to go to the gym as much. Cause if you're just mm-hmm. constantly throttling yourself, like doing a high intensity workout or a very like super hard, like metabolic conditioning workout through CrossFit, yeah. you're like, that's not sustainable yeah. for the long run. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome, man. I'm really excited for you to go on your trip. Um, is there anything else about the organization that you want to let our audience know? Um, I mean, I, I just, I love what they do because there's not a lot of people doing it. I feel like there's a lot of people who have heart for missions and, you know, want to travel and go overseas and stuff like that. But I think to actually have to set aside... 10 to 12 days where you're actually physically exerting yourself to share the gospel, I feel like that's just a challenge that's worth it. Um, Cause I feel like you see all these like Navy SEAL boot camps and like you see all these like people going to like to get something out of it, but to like to do something extremely physically hard to give something away, I feel like that's just different. And it's just very uh, admirable to like want to do something like that. So. I feel like it's just something that not a lot of people are doing yet, but I feel like there could be a potential to just use your fitness for the gospel, and that's what I want to do. So, Absolutely. I love the word uh, fulfillment, or it's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So you're literally breaking your body down yeah. every day uh, as you're trekking all of these SD Bible cards up there, um, and then you're literally just pouring into people and, and serving. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, by like serving and pouring yourself out like it is fulfilling for Gabe like that's why you're going to do it you said it was exciting um so that's really cool I'm I'm pumped for you is there anything else you want to let our audience know of how they could give or maybe how they could support you uh in your journey to Nepal yeah so uh I guess I can highlight what happened last Saturday um with the bike challenge so I put out in our uh closed Facebook members group hey guys this week if you donate a dollar I'll do one calorie on the bike and I think I was just, I was expecting maybe like $500 to come in, probably total, but uh, I think going to Saturday morning, I had about 2,000 calories to bike, uh, and then by the end of the day Saturday, I had about 3,000 calories to bike, so people just kept donating when I was in the class and throughout the night and stuff like that, so overall, I, I biked about 3,022 calories, and then we raised about $2,400. Okay. So. How long did it take you to bike that far? It was about three hours and 52 minutes, I think. That's a long time to be on a Concept 2 bike, guys. Yeah. Were you sore at all? Uh, like, the next morning, I felt okay. I didn't feel terrible. But I, like, I just, like, was coughing all day and just, like, had chills and, like, was kind of feeling sick. Uh, and then Monday, I started feeling a little bit more sore. Just, like, my legs were fatigued. <laughs> and, like, today, today's Tuesday. I took yesterday off and, like, 
just getting back into it. It's just like my legs are just so heavy and just so fatigued. So it's I, I felt it, but not as soon as I thought I would. It's kind of taking its time to kind of catch up, but my butt's definitely sore from sitting on the bike that long, and my body's just like kind of getting back into it. So yeah. it's good that I still have time to train, but it's kind of just achy a little bit. Absolutely, man. That was brutal. Well, you were sharing with me earlier this week how you talked, and you mentioned it a second ago, about, like, how you using, like, fitness to, like, spread the gospel. Like, do mm-hmm. you have ultimately, like, a bigger vision for that? Like, what is what is Gabe thinking of that? Like, how could that help impact our community? Do you have, like, a vision or anything, like, you're yeah. thinking that could come from that? I mean, I feel like the reason I got into fitness was with that thinking because, you know, when I first, after high school, I started just doing workouts in my grandpa's uh, parking lot, and I just saw that being a good vessel for, like, the gospel. Like, we have these friends come out, and we do a workout, and we're kind of all just sitting in a circle, and it's like these guys are opening up about, like, anxiety and depression, things they never talked about with people, just because we're working out together. Um, and, you know, we got to pour into those guys and just, like, pray for them and kind of be around them. And uh, it was just weird how... Um, like I've never been able to share the gospel as easily as it is in a workout community so that's why I started studying kinesiology that's why I started working out and like getting involved in CrossFit because I was like okay this is a great way to just share the gospel and like be able to build community um, and the weird thing too was like I was a part of different churches around that time but it's like the best community that I had were from the gyms I was a part of okay. which, is, which is really interesting so it's always been a desire to somehow intertwine fitness and something like Solid Rock and like a gym community to be the church. Um, just because I feel like the church on Sunday, you see them once a week and kind of you go on your way. But it's like yeah. it's like a gym. You see it. You see these people almost every single day. And it's like I feel like it's just a lot more tight knit. And I feel like this is almost a big better per- picture of like what the church is supposed to be. So. That's kind of like my overall just vague, broad vision, but that's... It's funny because I was coaching, uh, I believe it was like our 7 a.m. training session this morning, and I was like, guys, y'all are sweating with your brothers and sisters. You're all trying to accomplish the same goal. You just want to get healthier. You want to look better. You want to feel better, and ultimately, you want to move better. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something about putting yourself in an uncomfortable position uh, and tearing down those walls that does make you vulnerable. Like when you're dying on that sled or you're doing a 2000 meter row, like it's easier to be transparent because you know you need people to lift you up and have your back. So I 100% agree. And I think that's why like a lot of like you hear about like businesses or organizations doing like team building events. Like we're gonna Mm -hmm. go out and do this team building event. I feel like working out is one of the best team building events you can do. Like whether it be with your family, your friends, here at Solid Rock in the gym, it's just a great opportunity to break down Mm -hmm. those walls and grow closer together as a community. Yeah, yeah. Good deal. Well, Coach Gabe, uh, is there a handle, Venmo handle or anything like that if people are trying to uh, contribute to you going to Nepal? Yeah, so I have Venmo or Cash App. It's the same thing. It'll be just Gabriel Shriver. S-H-R-I-V-E-R. Um, and then also, if you see me in person, just a cash or check would just be good since we'll have to pay a lot of our expenses out of pocket. Like, there's no link to actually give through the nonprofit. But okay. Yeah, that'll be it. Awesome. And how much more do you have to raise? I think I only have like about 
three to four hundred or more dollars. That's, oh. that's like including like the shoes and the backpack and stuff like that. So it's definitely not too much. Easy work. Well, you guys are awesome. Thank you, our entire community, for supporting Coach Gabe. I know it means the world to him. It also means the world to me uh, that you guys tune into this podcast. And if you guys find our content valuable, if you could just like, comment, share our content so we can inspire more people to look good, move well, and feel great, that would be fantastic.